Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I love to talk I about know, wine. I love wine. I'm Natalia. I'm Candace, And this is not a single fork. Just another podcast about food and cooking and the cat is with a cat. <laughs> and the cat in your lap. And the cat. Always. I hope that you all like to talk about wine or hear about wine because we just had a really interesting class. Uh, the topic with our same old, same old guy, yeah. Joe Bro. He chose the topic of the art of subtlety. In wine. Yes. In wine. Yeah, he was not he subtle. He is never subtle, but we love him so yes. much. So for you guys that don't yes. know, we do the, obviously we do the hands-on cooking class. And then once a month, Joe comes in and does a wine, wine class. And he does six wines. And people basically just sit and drink and have some snacks. They don't have to work. They just listen, learn about the wines, different. Uh, it's like a different theme every month. And that was our theme for the last one. Yes. And we had, oh, and, and I mean, he always brings exceptional wines. I mean, there's no question about that. And it is typically a matter of personal preference, whether you like it or not. And he always asks, he, you know, who likes this wine, who doesn't like this wine. And then he kind of has them rate them at times. But these were all, and these truly to a, to every single one of them was subtle. Except that Beaujolais. Well, it, well, that thing is though, <laughs> I think it was, I think it was subtle because when you think about Beaujolais, it's typically fruity, mm. almost jammy sometimes and light and uh, very easy to drink. This one's not, not complex. This one was not easy to drink. I, I've kind of uh, blocked the name of it out of my consciousness. So sorry, guys, I can't think of what it, it is. It is a Beaujolais. I don't remember the Vintner unless you do by chance. Look it, up. it tasted, it tasted flat. I mean, it didn't really have much flavor and the nose was almost medicinal. Yeah. Like we described it, it was like potpourri that you buy at the dollar store. That's like 10 years old. And then you throw some turpentine on it to like bring out the fragrance. Yeah, I was trying to describe it as botanical, but botanical usually has, you know, nice... Nice botanical notes. Uh, yes, but no, not no, this one. No, not so much. But, I mean, you know, that's what we thought. That doesn't mean everybody thinks that way. And that's the nice thing about Joe, too, is that... And the way we feel about it, too, like, here's the thing, guys. Just because you try a wine and you don't like it and everybody else loves it, that doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. You just don't like it. We no. all have different taste buds. We all are different people. We're all different in our own way. Yes, and it's all okay. It was bargain wines in the age of inflation, and I think it's from the New York Times, their food and cooking section. Uh, and 
and their idea of bargain. And I, and you know, probably for a lot of people is 15 to $20. That is not our idea of bargain. Sadly, that is not our idea or maybe not sadly, but that is not our idea of bargain. our bargain wines are five ninety nine, seven ninety nine, but at Trader yeah, Joe's. I was gonna say, but you have to hit up the Trader Joe's for that because um, you go to the liquor store and buy a five ninety nine bottle of wine. It's probably going to be pretty rough. Uh, well, it's hit yeah. or miss. Trader Joe's has a very large selection, and those wines are really pretty good. Like, like you can take them to parties and not be embarrassed. You know. Well, you know when uh, before we had wine attached to our grocery stores here in Tulsa, I would go to New York and New York would have their Trader Joe's, their grocery, and then right next door, because apparently they have weird liquor laws as well. But they uh, had a huge wine store that's all Trader Joe's, their particular labels, as well as lots of other, you know, a lot of popular wines. So They've been in it for a long time. Yeah, so we found out, I mean, yes, there's a few wines that you can buy, like that you see at Trader Joe's, that you see at the liquor store, you see somewhere else, but overall, not so much. And we found that, we found out through a friend of a friend whose partner works at Trader Joe's or whatever, Trader Joe's will buy the whole, not the vineyard, what's it called? The whole crop, the whole, like, shebang growth for one year. That's how, that's how, why you see wines there that you don't see at liquor stores, but also how they get it to you so cheaply. Yeah. So we appreciate you, Trader Joe's. We love you, Trader Joe's, not just for your food. But mostly for your wine. Mostly for your wine. Do you have a favorite wine that you get there? Well, I have, I have a couple. I have kind of migrated over to mostly white. So I'm kind of a shard drinker. I don't like, I don't really like Sauvignon Blanc. I don't really like Pinot Grigio. So shards are kind of my thing, but they have a really nice one uh, with a screw top because I love a good screw top. That's the future also, guys, if you didn't already know that. It's called Rebuttal and it's a $6.99, I think, a bottle. They also have one that's called Churn. It it has a cork. It's slightly more complex, (laughs) but maybe it's because it has a cork. No, no, it's slightly more complex than Rebuttal. Uh, but also a really nice shard and for the same price, six ninety. So it's interesting because I, I mean, if you guys don't already know, Candace and I have known each other for a long time and, um, you always drink red wine. You always drank Zinfandels and like Syrahs maybe sometimes, but mostly Zins. And that's like all you drank. And now all you drink is shard. Did something happen? I, I don't know. I, you know, they say your taste buds change and maybe mine do, uh, or did. I still love red wine. I won't turn no, it down. No, but it's not your go-to anymore, is it? It's not my go-to. Yeah. You know, <laughs> this is, this is going to sound strange, but I think part of it was, this is really going to sound dumb. Us. Okay. I, when I get my teeth cleaned, yeah. when I drank red wine almost exclusively. Damn, those cleanings would take a long no, time. No, that doesn't sound dumb because red wine and coffee stain your teeth. They just stain the shit out of I, your teeth. And so every, now that I've gone to white, I don't. it doesn't take half as long. <laughs> I love that that's your reason for switching, but it totally makes sense. I mean, it is, I mean, it's logical, of course, like you, you're a logical person. <laughs> That's sad but true, yes. So so those are the only two that you typically get? You know, I'll buy uh I'll buy a Prosecco here mm-hmm. and there, but and a rosé. I like especially in the summertime, I love a nice rosé. 
to pound on the yeah, porch. porch founders. <laughs> so they have a rosé there that I really, they have two rosés there that I really like, and I don't know the names of them, but one has a chicken on it and one has a goat on it. So if I go in and it's not there, I'm always like, hey. And, you know, Trader Joe's staff actually knows what they're talking about. Like, you can ask them a fucking question, and they know either where it is or what you're talking about, not like anywhere else that you go. And um, I'm like, hey, do you have that rosé with the chicken on it? <laughs> and, and we switched it out for this one or whatever. But those are the two I like. And guys, I've bought so many bottles of wine from there. I mean, you just get to the point where like, you're, you're, you know, you try it, you're like, well, it's $5.99. Fuck it. If it doesn't taste good, I'll cook with it or make a sangria. Yeah, cook with it. So I started taking pictures of the ones that I liked, but then I was like, oh no, I'll remember. And how I remember is by the what is on the label. And then there's that red wine that we both like, the Nero. The Nero, mm-hmm. yeah. That's I love that's that a really wine. good wine. They've got all kinds. There's a there's a bourbon barrel aged cabernet that I get there sometimes too. And actually over Thanksgiving we found a, a Barbera Diasti at Trader Joe's that really drinks like a much more expensive bottle of Italian. A lot wine. of their wines really do. I mean and you yeah. think, oh, God, it's going to be shitty for $7, but it's pretty impressive. And they do have they do have some more expensive. They have Amarone, which, you know, that verges on 40 bucks a bottle, and some of their Cabernets are higher. But overall, you know, they stay in pretty much in that region of, you know, 6 to $8. Yeah, bucks. and now there's the opposite. They've got the two ninety nine or the $3 wine that can be a little rough. And that's for maybe people that don't drink much wine or maybe people that don't mind having like a fucking hangover the next day like a mofo. And people who love people who love to come to our classes and ask us if we have sweet yeah, wine. Well, yeah, that's... <clears throat> what? If you're drinking sweet... I mean, I get it. Like, it can be harsh. But like, if you're drinking sweet wine, like, at that point, why don't you just have like a Malibu and pineapple juice? Like, why don't you just have a fucking sweet cocktail like i'm way better with that than drinking sweet wine yeah you know? i agree have that have that hurricane that you made yeah the that other was day. pretty fun that tasted good that shit will get you fucked up too there was so much booze in that mine was a little stronger than the ones you buy get at the store or the store you can't buy them at the store <laughs> hello can i have a hurricane yeah um <laughs> so let's talk about food and wine pairings because people get all up in arms about that and hoity-toity about that and like are there rules to that how do you feel about that do you do that like what's let's talk let's talk about that well you know um about 10 years ago I took a sommelier certification class and we tasted wine starting at eight o'clock in the morning until five o'clock in the afternoon and I discovered through that, that I, I enjoy tasting wine, but I really enjoy drinking wine much more than tasting. But part of the reason why I wanted to take that certification and I ended up, I'm a certified sommelier. Uh, Um, I wanted to learn more about pairing food and wine. And what did you learn? It was, I, in the last hour, of the certification, they told us, well, you know, when you're pairing food and wine, you just want, you know, complex flavors go with complex flavors and big wines go with big foods. And it's like, uh, I, you know, I, I really already knew that, but I, I wanted more. some specific. I wanted more. Yeah. So what I do is, 
and you kind it really is kind of the rule of thumb. First of all, red does not have to go with meat. White does not have to go with fish and chicken. You can mix them up. I mean, for instance, when we when we were having Thanksgiving, the Barbera, that's a red wine, and it went really well with turkey. Yeah, but on the same note, you don't want to get like a really big like cab or or something like that to go with a light meat or a delicate or fish or a delicate fish unless yeah. you know here's the thing like we were talking about like kind of the rules are out the window if you if like a j- big fucking juicy cab is what you like to drink all the time then put it with a fish who gives a shit like if that's what you want to drink with your fish then do it but if you're just starting out and you're trying to figure out kind of like what because it does make a difference when you're drinking wine and then when you eat something and then it tastes different the wine tastes different with the food in your mouth or the food just being in your mouth or coating your mouth or whatever the food does in your mouth has a party in your mouth um <laughs> uh, i've had i've had experiences where i've been to a chef's table and the food and the wine together, the wine tasted so different. Yeah. So, you know, you'd have a sip of the wine before you would eat the food, and then you'd eat the food and then sip the yeah. wine. And it's like, oh my God, this is a different wine. And you're wine. like, oh, I get it. Like, that's when you're like, because, you know, when you first taste it and you, and it's, you know, kind of blank, then you're like, oh, this is fine. Yeah. And then, and with someone who really knows how to pair food and wine, and you have the food. You taste the wine again. You're like, oh my god, this is entirely yeah. different. I, I totally get this. It, now. it is, and you kind of go, oh shit, yeah, they're right. Okay, so sommelier, I have some questions. Okay, what would you pair with the big shard, food wise? Like a big oaky, buttery yeah. shard. You know, I wouldn't. I would go with my first. The first thing I thought of was a grilled lamb chop. Oh, okay, and go kind of. Greek direction a Got little it. bit. Got it, like more acidic food with a big buttery shard. Okay, what about like a light white, like a... Like a... Like a Pinot Grigio. Or a Blanc or something like that. Something more kind of effervescent maybe, or like just light. I think... I Well, my first thought always with those is a nice, a nice fish. Like, uh, but not a... Not tilapia or well, any of that kind of nice shit. not a nice fish. No. <laughs> But a lot of people think it's it is. Nice- people love that no. shit. Tilapia, I mean, and, I, and okay, granted, they're farmed much better now, but still, they don't have a lot of They flavor. don't have any, um, like, it's not even worth, you might as well just eat a fucking air. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say a piece of I paper. Was- <laughs> <laughs> I would say, I, I wouldn't pair salmon okay. with it necessarily. I think salmon stands up to a big Chardonnay, okay. though. Salmon... Salmon goes the direction for me of like a Pinot Noir. You can do red, a light red with salmon. I think either kind of a, maybe like a Dover sole or um, a light fish. A light fish, sea bass. I think sea bass would be really nice. White light fish. White, white, white light fish. Yeah. Okay. What about? Let's go. I mean, I know there's other whites. What about a rosé? What would you? Like if you're making dinner and what would you be like, oh, let's grab a bottle of rosé to go with this? Well, I always, I just think of rosé as picnic. I do too. So I, and it's, it's kind of, uh, it's a fun wine. 
So I think fun food like fried chicken or mm-hmm. ribs or, you know, I, I don't think you, I don't think you get serious with rosé for the most part. I mean, there are some serious rosés, yeah. but over over all the rosés, they're just kind of a nice, fun, fluffy I agree. wine. I agree. And a lot of these are great to just drink without food, but we're just talking about food pairings. So what about like a cab? Oh, well, I'm almost always going to go heavy meat, yeah. beef, lamb, and a, and a, and a really great, like a really great ribeye with a cab. Merlot. Mm. I don't drink a lot of Merlot. I, you know, Merlot is always described as, you know, like velvety. Yeah. So mm, maybe, um, so I wouldn't say that you would want something, uh, necessarily super spicy or anything like that. Although that might be a nice counterpoint to a velvety Merlot. I like to have not a super sweet, but like a dry Riesling or a rosé with spicy food. Yeah, I, I like, do too. I, I like a, that balance. Yeah. What about like a Zin or a Syrah? Well, once, I mean, you know, Zins tend to be spicy. Mm-hmm. So I think Zins go well with Asian foods oh, okay. um, because they just kind of go along with mm-hmm. Asian. A Gewürztraminer goes well with mm-hmm. Asian too They're because they're, they're kind of spicy like the dry Rieslings can be Zinfandel, Syrah, uh, I think kind of middle of the road meats. And Pinot Noir? Or chicken. Chicken. Really? With Pinot Noir. My go-to for Pinot Noir is salmon. Almost always salmon. Yeah. Pinot Noir I like. I like more than you do because I just think it's so versatile. Like if you don't know, if you're going to someone's house and you don't know what you're having for dinner and you want to drink a red wine, that to me is a good go-to because it goes, I think it goes with red meat. I think it goes with white meat. I think it goes with fish, salad. It's so mild, you know, that you can just kind of drink it with whatever. I'm going to do a quick PSA for our um, middle of the country people and maybe some other people that don't understand that white Zinfandel is not a wine and that Zinfandel <laughs> just real quick and um uh, just throwing it out there <laughs> when we talk about zin or zinfandel it is a red wine zinfandel is a red wine yes and not sweet not sweet all. no now that being said i'm not gonna lie <laughs> when i was mm-hmm, i don't know 17 a big old jug of white zin and a 64 ounce mug sitting in the ocean i drank the fuck out of that but that was a long time it's a good you know it's a good wine to or a good drink (laughs) to learn to drink on yes yeah it's like i learned i learned to drink with uh lancers lambrusco i had to learn what that was the other day so yeah other wine it's like a it's like a pink bubbly wine but it's not sweet not really i mean it can't it, the the lancers was kind of sweet well we have to start drinking wine we have to when we not wine when we start drinking alcohol we have to start with sweet because everything tastes like shit and we yeah got, it's so hard so we got to drink the sweet stuff yeah. yeah we have to have enough but like a lot of people <laughs> started with like boone's farm and uh white's mad dog mad dog mad dog is mad dog's a beer no, Mad Dog 2020. Mad, oh, Mad Dog 2020. <clears throat> yeah. A lot of very sweet. <laughs> you got to go Mad Dog. Sweet uh, beverages. <laughs> because they're cheap, too. And that's why, you know, they were cheap. You got a lot of bang for your buck on that one. Yeah. 
Yeah. So instead of taking a box wine to a party, run over to Trader Joe's, get a five ninety nine shit, splurge on two. Impress, your, impress friends. your friends. Look at me. I brought $10 worth of wine over. Um, don't tell them. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> I mean, don't fucking tell them. No one needs to, to know. To be our dirty little secret. Exactly. So hope you hope you learned a little bit about food and wine pairing and other kinds of wines. It's what Joe always says. Drink what you like. Yes. That's the only rule. Not a Single Fork is made possible by the Girl Can Cook Cooking Studio and Kitchen, where real people learn how to cook real food and have fun while they're doing it. Located in beautiful downtown Broken Arrow, Oklahoma's historic Rose District, the Girl Can Cook holds recreational cooking classes during the week and private classes and parties on the weekend. Personalized catering and wine dinners to fit almost any occasion are also available. Check out The Girl Can Cook at thegirlcancookschool.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.